What's going on, folks? How you doing, gang? How's everybody cracking it? You know, it's a Monday. How the hell are you? It's fucking almost one in the morning. I'm recording this for you. We're ready. We're locked and loaded. It's going to be a fucking good week. All right, I'm laying in bed. Got my sockies on. I got a can of Coke, you know? That's how you know I'm partying hard, baby. Got a can of Coke. I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys have ever bought a can and they, like, hand you a straw to put into the Coke, you know what I mean? So that way your lips aren't touching the can. I would rather just get whatever disease is on the can than walk around sipping a fucking can through a straw. Is it just me? Or does that look ridiculous? It just, it makes me feel like I'm in like a maternity ward or something. If I'm just like sipping a fucking Coke through a straw. What, I can't handle Sipping through a can that's covered in rat poison because it got shipped in from China. I can fucking handle it, all right? I'm an American, okay? I can, I can fucking handle it, you know? Jesus, it's been 30 seconds. I'm already yelling about what? I don't know. But how the fuck are you guys? Are you okay? I got to tell you, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Was dealing with, uh, you know, family drama and uh, had a little situation. But, you know, we'll get through it. Everything will be all right. But I'll tell you, Boston sure as fuck cheered me up. Holy hell. Shout out to Boston, man. Oh, my God. Um, I got in on, what, Friday? Drove in with Hannah Burner and her, uh, her parents. Lo- I love a good dad, you know? A good dad that just... A, a good city dad, you know, just throwing bad jokes at you the whole way home. You know what I mean? Oh, here's another one about women, you know? And just bombing the whole fucking way there on a four-hour trip. This is the thing about dads is halfway through the joke, and once they're already through the setup, they go, oh, just we, just you wait. You're going to laugh. You are going to laugh at this. It's like, are you sure? The other nine bombed. Are you sure this one is going to? change it you know but sweetheart of a guy great mom just a great family nice fucking people man had a good time we drove up to boston um stay i got into it got into the hotel you know it was a nice little hotel i was hanging out then i they asked me to headline a show that night on friday so i went and did like 45 minutes kind of like a little secret show i didn't even really announce that i was on it and uh, great crowd real boston crowd so it was fun to work shit out with them. It was a really good time. Worked on the material, had a good set. Then I had to get in an Uber, run over to Laugh Boston, which was where Hannah was doing her live podcast, and uh, got on. You know, got there in time. Everything worked out great. Went on stage there. It was a ton of fun. Ended up hanging out with a couple people after, and then I went home, rubbed one out in the hotel like a fucking gentleman, you know. And then uh, what happened the next day? What did I do? I didn't, eat, you know, Saturday I woke up in Boston. I didn't, I, I didn't even have any like the local food or anything. I'm such a piece of shit. I just saw Five Guys, and I was like, oh god, I gotta, I gotta eat that. I need to put that in, in front of my face. I love Five Guys. It's so goddamn good. You know, simple, delicious. The fries are seasoned. If your fries are not spicy or or seasoned or, or Cajun or something, I don't fucking want them. All right. Had put a little respect, put a little spice on him. So I had the five guys, and uh, that was in my hotel room, you know, ran a train on me. And then I went and had a burger, and uh, 
What I do? Had uh, my live podcast that night, which was oh my god, the fucking fans that came out. Uh, the room was full to the fucking brim. All these uh, amazing fans, fucking diehard. Oh, actually, there was a couple seats. There's people under twenty one that weren't allowed in. I didn't even know any of you guys are under twenty one, but apparently, a couple of you couldn't get in, so they turned you away. They they forgot to fucking write it on the event so that that's on them i'm really sorry that fucking happened i I came outside and talked to them for a while but um if you're under 21 and they and they you know get get your refund get get your fucking 20 bucks back and let me know if uh if they don't hook it up for you Uh, i will personally remedy the situation baby i will make sure that we're a-okay but holy shit man these you guys that came out fucking boston showed love you know, packed it out. We had a great time. I did like 40 minutes of stand-up up top. Really worked out material. Felt like we were really connecting, you know. And then brought out Hannah for the live pod. It was just so much fun. I had such a great time. We brought up fans to ask questions, dating questions that they had. You know, this one girl was like, I just met this guy. I really like him. I don't know what to do. And I was like, give me your phone. I'm going to text him right now. Pulled out her phone. And I was like, I'm just going to write something nice and then I texted him, and I was like, read what I sent. And she read it out loud, and I wrote, please bang my ass as her hello message. Which here's the thing. It's actually a great thing to send somebody because now you can't risk fucking it up. Like, you already made it weird. You already made it funny. You show that you're not giving a fuck. That's, that's the pocket you want to be in when you're, you know, when you're dealing with dudes. So, but it was a great time. And, like, people were coming up after every, you know, and you guys knew every goddamn detail about my fucking life, which is insane. People were like, hey, I heard, you know, I, I heard, I thought you usually drink Maker's Mark. Now you're not drinking Maker's. Why'd you switch to Bullet? So it really something. You guys showed so much love. I hung out with, uh, just hung out at the bar and met people for a while. And really a tremendous time. It really lifted my spirits. And it was good. It was a great time. Then I had a, Hannah took over my hotel room that night. So I went to another hotel, had a second hotel. Which is great. I fucking love hotels. I love checking in. I love the suspense of, oh, shit, what's the room going to look like? You know, that moment when you're standing in front of you, you're judging the place based off the lobby. You're like, okay, the lobby's nice, but who knows? Maybe it's one of these fucking places where they just have a nice lobby and the room is shit. You think you're going to fucking pull one on me again, Best Western? You're not, okay? So lobby was nice. Go up, nice little hotel room, fucking king-size bed. This is this is the thing. They want you to to just bang it up in a hotel room, especially this one. King size bed, six pillows on the bed, one for each guy. And then uh, right across from the bed is uh this gigantic fucking mirror, like literally 8 feet by 8 feet directly across from the bed. I was like, "Listen, all right, you guys made me do this." Okay, just so you know, you suggested this. If you didn't want me to fucking Bang it up in here. You shouldn't have put this mirror. That's on you. So, yeah, the show was great, though. Long story short, I woke up in the in the morning, went down. Had, then I went and had a little Boston food. You know, had a clam chowder. You know, everybody, there. you always see the sign. This is the, the town voted that this is the number one clam chowder in, in town. So, why don't you just come on in here? Try, please just try our chowder, okay? try it out i gotta say i thought i hated clam chowder i tried it fucking delicious holy fucking shit it was so good oh my god like i'm 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 craving it now as i talk about it i always i'm not a soup guy 
But I got to tell you, that fucking clam chowder I had was insane. And then I ordered a Southern-style biscuit in Boston, a Southern-style chicken biscuit. It's so funny to see, like, what Northern people think Southern people are like. Because they brought over, like, a biscuit and then, like, an eight-pound chicken breast that, like, stuck out fucking three feet over the sides of the biscuit, you know? There's, like, an egg melted on it, bacon, fucking gravy. There's a pistol on the side. It was nuts. This is like, oh, this is what Southern people like, you know? Just fucking stamp the Bible onto the top of the biscuit. This is a King, King James edition biscuit, baby. This is what it is. You go, you gonna love that shit right there, you know? But I actually gotta, I gotta film something this week. Film doing a little TV show thingy. Well, not thingy, but you know, playing a part in a show, and uh, it's it takes place in Boston, I think. I should probably know this. I'm, God, I really should know this. Jesus Christ. You know, I'm like, yeah, I, I finally got a fucking TV show part. Where is it taking place again? What uh, Jesus? Yeah, you know, I'll figure it out. But regardless, I was like walking around, you know, soaking up the the, the Boston feel. I want to want to channel it. Want to make sure I, I say things the right way with the accent. You know what I mean? Walk around. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing, huh? I mean, I felt a little Italian. Hang on. How do, what, what would be a Boston? What would be a Boston thing to say? Is like. Uh, yeah, I'm just working over here. I'm working. Work, working. They don't say the R's. I'll fucking figure it out, all right? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's good to be back. Drove back into New York. More more dad joke bombs. It, here's, here, you know, one thing that was interesting is uh, I think if you're a dad, this is the thing that people don't understand. Like, my dad's jokes are not funny. Yeah, they're not supposed to be, okay? They're not supposed to be. If you are a father... You legally have the right to make inappropriate, stupid jokes that make people uncomfortable. Okay? Stop trying to give dads shit for this. Just let them have it. All right? Just let them fucking have it. Who's really getting hurt? Who's really getting hurt? You know? Just let them have why, why You know? Why do you? Oh, he said that. I can't believe he said that to, to John's girlfriend on the car ride over. To Buffalo Wild Wings. What did you think he was going to say? Of course he was going to make a crazy Mexican joke, all right? Just let him have it. He's not fucking hurt, you know? Dads are supposed to make terrible jokes, people. That's the fucking... That's the only reason to become a dad, as far as I'm concerned. You can now say whatever the hell you want, you know? (laughs) But yeah, back in the city, got in, took a nap, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I I wanted to get a Coke today, and I was like, yeah, I'll stop in McDonald's. And then I just immediately had, like, fucking PTSD flashbacks. I decided I you will, you are not going to catch me in a fucking McDonald's in, in a city again. All right? Maybe ever. Because I used to love fast food. I used to fucking eat that shit all day. I'm, like, clean and sober of fast food for, like, a month now. I started cooking. I realized like, I, I can make way better shit at home. I make a nice fucking sandwich, you know, get some ciabatta bread, put some fucking mayo on it, hot sauce, you know what I mean? Get some fucking cracked turkey breast, put that on there, two slices of mozzarella cheese because life is short, all right? I'm willing to die at 40. I don't give a fuck. Give me two slices. Put it the fuck on there. You know, get a little fresh arugula, put a little fucking arugula on there. Maybe a drop of balsamic just if you're feeling fucking insane. You know, you put that bad boy together, do a saddle inside. Oh, man. 
that fresh, soft ciabatta cracking in your mouth. I mean, what's better than that? McDonald's can't do that for you. They can't fucking do it for you. And here's what I realized is, is all that fucking fast food shit. You'll eat a ton of it, and you feel nothing. You just feel like cardboard. You don't feel full. It's awful. So I'm fucking done with it. And the other thing, too, is in New York, you have to, like, serve every time you walk into a McDonald's, you're basically surviving, like, a drive-by shooting. I mean, it is brutal, the difference in a, in a fast food in the city compared to anywhere else. Where I, I grew up in the South, man. Down South, my McDonald's had a fucking electronic fireplace in it. Do you understand? It was wholesome. Okay? And this was like, this was fucking 10 years ago. This wasn't how everybody does it now. Where they're like, oh, yeah, we have the electronic. Come, come have Thanksgiving with us at Wendy's. You know? This was back in the day. They're fucking innovating. It was nice. It was clean. Everybody knew your name by heart because you were there every fucking day. Just eating yourself to death. That was me in middle school. Okay? But no, you go in fucking New York City. It's brutal. You, you, you're ducking knives and shit. I swear to God, the last time I went into a McDonald's here, just up the fucking street from me, literally around the corner, full on, like I'm standing, this is when I realized I'm such a fat fuck. Okay? I'm, I ordered ton of food. I mean, like, they had to give me two bags. That's how much food I ordered for myself. It was a two-bag order. Okay? And I'm waiting for it. And meanwhile, this insane person is screaming at this group of like high school chicks. It's a two. This woman is screaming at these other girls, and she's like, "Come outside! I want to fucking fight you. Let's do this shit. I'm ready." Yo, you, you ain't. And then the girls are talking back like, "Bitch, but you know, f- fucking nah. You, you, I bet your clit is huge. You know, just standard girl to girl shit talk in the city, screaming at each other. Right? I'm standing in the middle of this." Just observing, and I'm thinking, I don't know if I should say something. Then the girl goes, all right, no, meet me the fuck outside. I'm not even going to take out my gun. Yeah, whole place fucking silent. We're like, what? What? What did she just say? Did she? Yeah, she's like, I'm not even going to take out my fucking gun. All right, I'm going to leave that shit right here, okay? And I was like, and like, and reaching into her back pocket. And I realized in that moment, I was like, I am such a fat shit because I'm standing directly between a woman claiming to have a gun who is screaming, and I am not going to leave without my order. I need both the bags, all right? Even if they had one bag on the counter, sir, that we have half the order ready, uh, I'd advise you leave right now. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stick this one out, all right? What's the worst that can happen? (laughs) So, yeah, but here's the thing. I just realized... You, fast food in the city, it's just not worth the stress, you know, it's just not worth, you, you don't need that kind of uh, feeling in your life, you know what I mean, so I'm just done with it, I'm fucking done with it, but yeah, I gotta get back on my grind, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, I gotta go boxing in the morning, uh, I'm feeling nice, you know, you gotta fucking start to take care of myself a little bit, it, it feels good, it, It's. I feel like for the first time in a really long time in my life, I'm no longer a slave to food, and I've probably spent the good 95% of my life as just a complete fucking slave to food. But I, th- I think what helps is knowing you're in a competition, knowing you want to fucking win it, and just really pushing yourself to hold yourself accountable. I think that uh, that's a big help. And also, l- listen, guys, let's talk about this. All right, let's talk. What's with all the fucking drinking? Okay. What's with all the f- I'm worried about you guys. 
I'm fucking worried about it. Everywhere you go, especially young gals, you guys are drinking up a fucking storm out here. I mean, I'm, I'm literally walking out. You see all these dudes, too, just hammered. Oh, let's go, Bills. You know, you're like, oh, they didn't even play today. I fucking love the Bills, dude. Like, you should go pay yours, you know? It's just we. I feel like we're America. We're we're drinking a lot. We're fu- you know. I mean, you go out anywhere on like a Friday or Saturday. Everybody's fucking hammered beyond belief. Like, hot girls falling out of taxi cabs. It's nuts. It's not fucking safe. All right, take care of yourselves. And it, it, stop having sex drunk all the time. It's not fucking good for you. Be up. Be there. Be sober. Ish. You know. I will say though, I had I I drank for the first time in a while recently, and I had some like semi drunk sex, and that felt pretty fucking unbelievable, you know. And I'm I, I am nursing a, a whiskey here right now. But listen, guys, that's not, that's besides the point, okay? No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I, I I've been drinking so rarely now, but you know when it, I had like two doubles last night, really let it rip. That's some fucking, that's some good bourbon, but. Yeah, I just I, I'm worried about you, young guys, man. I'm worried, you know, this it's not fucking healthy. And here's the thing that I can't stand. I know this isn't necessarily funny, but it just like you know, people post, send you like a Snapchat or something of them drinking wine or a beer in the shower. Of like, ooh, just a little shower beer. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're home alone, just drinking in the shower. Fucking sign up for an exercise class or some shit. Go to a comedy show. You know, come see me live. Do something cool. Fucking, what are you drinking in the shower? It's not fucking healthy for you. It's not good to drink alone. Unless you're like, if you fucking earned it, all right? Yeah, you, you, you crushed it at work or you you, you nailed it, you did something, or you, you fucking, you know, you put the work in. Come home, pour yourself a glass of wine. Pour yourself a fucking glass of scotch. Earn it. You know, crack a beer while you watch Netflix. And send pictures of your tits to your uncle. Whatever the fuck you do for fun. I'm not judging you. All right? You know, just fucking put at this, you know, just you'll kill a bottle of wine in the shower. What are you fucking nuts? I'm worried about you people. I feel like, and I feel like nobody's going to agree with me on this, but I think it's the same fucking thing with smoking, man. I know. Everybody's like, oh, come on, man. Don't come after us, dude. We're, we're not hurting anybody. Burn, bur- Bernie, baby. <laughs> you know it's, I just think too it's like uh, why don't we you know pot definitely has medical benefits for people for me as a nervous Jew it just creates anxiety you know I used to love it when I was a kid I think that's the thing I think pot is for children that's really how. and I don't you know I don't give a fuck if you smoke I don't care personally I just think it's for kids you know what I mean it's like have have some fucking responsibilities all right like nobody I know that's like that I look at and I'm like, man, that guy's fucking crushing it. That like or you know, or wow, they're 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 really knocking it out of the park. Are they spending time smoking pot? It just it it kills motivation of people. I know I know I can't back this up and I'm sure but what about my cousin Brandon? He's he's fucking works in NASA. He smokes pot. Yeah, there's definitely exceptions, all right? There's people that are disciplined. But I'm just saying that's how it that's how it affected me. I find the drinking and smoking a lot of times are just distractions to kind of fucking keep you from focusing on the shit you're worried about. But that's just my opinion. You know, you don't have to fucking email. Actually, there's a study that says, you know, just you don't need to send me the fucking link. I'm just saying. 
All right. I I want I want you guys to get the best out of your fucking lives. That's all I'm saying. All right. Get some fucking goals done. Go buy a couple canvases and some acrylics and paint a little paint a tree. All right. Paint a fucking tree. Think about your family. Meditate. You know, honestly, I don't even recommend med- I I fucking hate meditating. But you get you get the point. All right. You get the goddamn point. But yeah. We got some good emails here pulled up. Um, I just got to get angry about a couple more things. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm still I'm still riding the fucking Boston Hive with such dope fans. This one, uh, I think her name was Priscilla, was like, I, I only listen to you and Bill Burr. Those are my two favorite podcasts. I was like, oh, that's the fucking, that's the nicest thing anybody, you know. Love that guy. It's so such an awesome thing to hear. And shout out to my dudes that came out. Shout out to all eight of you that fucking came out. Big boys, you know, obviously heavy female crowd, but fucking couple soldiers came through. So shout out to you boys. Um, before I jump into these emails, I got to say, I don't know if you guys have fucking Postmates yet in where you're at, but fuck Postmates. All right. I'm fucking sick of Postmates and their fucking arrogance and their stupid logo. It's like fucking E.T. on a bicycle or whatever. I can't. I Listen, here's the problem with Postmates. And, and all of these companies, all these fucking corporations, all these new, you know, listen, I the, the rewards program everywhere is is bullshit. OK, there's like two companies in the world that will actually give you a decent fucking reward. The rest of them are like, if you come here every day for the rest of your life and you better fucking get here by 7 a.m., we will give you a free fucking pokeball. But you got to put in 10 years. OK, that's what it's going to take. Are you ready to fucking sign up or what? Give us your information. That's most of these fucking rewards programs. I can't stand it. But here's the thing. They even now, what they're doing, and here's the thing, Postmates get this big fucking scam. I don't know if you heard about this. We'll give you $100 to sign up. $100 credit for signing up to Postmates off your first delivery. Listen, and then you fucking read the thing, all right? I'm sitting there like a fat shit. I loaded up $100 worth of free food. I'm like, oh, this is tonight is gonna be the night, you know? Fucking pizza for me. Laying in bed, just fucking rubbing my gut, <laughs> getting all fucking horny, you know? I get a little garlic. So, and then you realize, oh, the it's actually only off of the delivery fee. You get a hundred dollars off the delivery fee, which really means you get two dollars off. Two or three bucks, because that's all a delivery fee ever is. Where the fuck are you going to get a $100 delivery fee? What do you think I'm doing? I'm shipping. I want sushi, so I'm shipping in a Japanese chef. No, just give me the fucking sushi. You don't have to send Harimoto over. All right? Jesus. $100 credit. So first they get you with that bullshit. Then here's what all these fucking companies do, right? They'll be like, if you order from this location within the next hour, it's going to be a free delivery. We're going to deliver it for free. I know. Isn't that special? No, it's fucking not. Because here's what they do. All these goddamn companies. As soon as they give you like fucking $3 off of this, they just take it out of somewhere else. All of a sudden, you got to check the fucking carts, people. You know, all of a sudden you're looking at the carts and it's like, oh, we also charged you $2 for a small bag fee. And it's in quotes, small bag. What the fuck is that? I only ordered two items, 
you know, an entree and a, and a, and a side. Now I am getting hit with a small bag fee. We also, we, we are going to charge you $6 for having a small cock. There's a small penis fee. It's right there. But you get $100 off the delivery. So if you're shipping in, you know, a little raw tuna from Alaska, you're going to get $100 off. But it's crazy. They, they, we have to start yelling at these people. Do you understand? We got to start give, telling these people how we fucking feel about shit because it's insane. They're just, they fuck you at every corner. I mean, you go to get a, I went to go get a check from Bank of America. They charged me. This is my bank. You're going to charge me 15 fucking dollars to make a cash order. Listen, it's not about the $15, but you're my fucking bank, you dick. What are you charging me for? The other banks should charge me. I should fucking switch banks too. You know, I'm get I don't know what I'm so angry about today, but listen. I took a fucking nap and I woke up with half my hair up looking like fucking Kramer. But you know, that was half the problem. However, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to light a candle and read a little Maya Angelou tonight. But yeah. Maybe it's cuz I haven't boxed in a day or two, but I'm, we're just fucking around. We're having fun. We're having a good I just can't stand this fuck postmates. But to order something from them right now, though, I get that $100 off. Um <laughs> Let's jump into these emails, man. I hope you guys are ready to have a fucking great week. And if you're enjoying the episode, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram, post it to your Twitter, tweet a fucking quote, share it, tell a friend about the show. It's always awesome when you guys are like, oh, I brought this person to the show or this, I got this guy onto your podcast. That's, I love it. Thank you. You guys are the fucking best. Let's keep it up. There's actually a review on iTunes that came in the other day that was so sweet. It says, can't stop, won't stop. Five stars. Ever since I discovered Lev, I haven't listened to any music. Driving, jogging, working at home, no more music, only Young Daddy. I'm hooked on the podcast. Thank you for being awesome and answering my question. Definitely see you going places. That's from Dashi. And uh, wow, what a sweet thing to write. I, However, you should, you should be listening to music, okay? I would really hate to think that I'm the only thing you hear, you know? That, 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 that terrifies me. But leave a fucking five-star rating on iTunes. Tell a friend about the pod. Post it to your IG story. Tag us. I always repost you guys. And, um, yeah, let's jump into these fucking fan emails. Let's do it. This one. Uh, all right. This is from Patreon Gang. Should I reach out to my ex? From a, from a dude. From a guy. Yes, sir. You guys say I don't have any male listener. Well, check this out, huh? How about this? Here we go. Hey, Lev, had a question for you. I'll try to keep it brief. I've been single for about three years after breaking up with a serious girlfriend. We had a fantastic relationship that only ended because of distance. We'd been long distance the entire year, and there was no sign of long distance anytime, any, ending any time in the near future. Since then, I've dated only briefly, but haven't had serious feelings for anyone or vice versa. I still think about the ex on a frequent basis and recently moved to a new city by the beach. She always wanted to live by the beach. Bought a house and had my career take off. Good for you, dude. Fucking good for you. Um, We still follow each other on IG, like each other's pictures, and I know she's single. She still lives a thousand miles away, but I can't help but wonder if I should reach out to her. Any advice you could give? Thanks. Oh, man. Okay, there's some thoughts going on here. For one, here's the problem. is like you guys broke up on fucking... You know, it was working. That's the thing. You guys were having a fantastic relationship. So that, and you only broke up because of having to fucking fly to different places or whatever, live elsewhere. That's a motherfucker because 
now you're of course people stay hopeful for bad relationships even after a bad relationship ends you stay hopeful that you're gonna meet them again or like you'll make it work later like that's just human nature if it's a good relationship you know what i mean that's like times 20 you have nothing but missing that person you have love for that person you're sitting by the beach you talk about how she always you know wanted to be by the water because i just feel like i'm a water person you know and i get it so you're sitting there in the fucking sand by yourself you got your earbuds in you're missing her you're thinking of growing dreadlocks because that's gonna bring her back but that's not gonna bring her back you know what i mean she's and what you should do fucking say hello all right but you gotta fucking tell yourself leave it at just hello and a nice quick sentiment because she's you're the long distance is not ending any time in the near future so all you can do is smile to yourself be fucking happy that you guys had a great time together go maybe we'll pick that up one day maybe we really will we'll see maybe we won't and maybe i'll just get to have the memory of the love we've had together you know and that and how great that was maybe you'll never live in the same city and it won't work out that might just be the facts of it. But you might. You might. So there's no reason to push it either way. Like, think logically here. If you're in that situation, there's no reason to start fucking dating long distance again. Don't do that to yourself and ruin the nice memories that you fucking have. All right? And then the other thing, or or like, you know, going, no, we don't ever have to talk again because it's not going to work. You don't need to do that either. Just fucking play it cool. Focus on your life. You're getting your shit done, obviously. Walk, do what I do. Put on some sunglasses, walk around the beach behind those those dark glasses, just creep on every person you see, just stare at tits, you know, hope somebody's topless, you know, that's the way you do it. And you just enjoy the memory you guys had. But you, but you at the same time, you can't live constantly thinking about this person and const- that's on the other side of the fucking world. And always thinking, when is that going to work? Because then you're never going to be living in the present. You're saying you got to be in the present. Keep your options open. Have fun. Put yourself out there. Meet people. Take some fucking risks. All right? Go approach some folks. Make a couple of memories. That's that's the game plan. you got to really be in that pocket. Because you, you can't just sit and hang on to the shit. I get it. I get why it's tempting. But yeah, I mean, you guys, I, I don't, you can always say hello, just go, hey, I've been thinking about you, I'm living by the beach now, I just wanted to say hello, I miss you. That's totally fine, you know what I mean? And But don't let it turn into, you know, I've been thinking about you too, it's weird how we end a thing, we never talk, don't turn it into that, just let it, just let it be nice, okay? Um, next email, and thanks for being a part of the Patreon, my dude. If you, As always, if you guys don't know what the fuck Patreon is... It's just an app, or you can listen on the website. Every, a new episode comes up every fucking week. Patreon.com slash lovefirts. Just a, a bonus episode. Um, ton of guest ones up there. Ton of great email answers. And I just actually put up the New York Comedy Festival show that we did, which was a fun you know, show with Corinne Fisher and Colm Turrell. We had a fucking good time. And uh, I, I'm still thinking about the stuff we talked about. We talked about like if you have a roommate, and you guys split the couch. Are you allowed to have sex on the couch or not? And if you split the couch, can you have sex on half the couch? And my my ruling was that if you paid for half the couch, you can have sex on half the couch, but you can't finish on the couch. You can only start the sex there. Then you got to get to the bedroom. You know, I think that's pretty fair. Some people are like, no, don't fucking fuck on the couch. 
But we've all we've all got different lines, you know. But and the other thing too was we talked about toe sucking and all shit. It was a great time. But go fucking join the Patreon. Be a part of the gang. Be a part of the family. Five bucks a month. Ten if you're feeling horny. Twenty five even if you're feeling like a real squirter. But uh, yeah. Next email. Is it possible to be too wet? Patreon. Listen, listen. Okay, I love you. Thanks for being a part of the gang. But got gals. You got you got to stop looking for ways where you where to find a problem with yourself. No, you can't be too fucking wet. All right, that's never going to be an issue. The wetter the better. All right, let's put that on a sweater. The wetter the better sweater for thirty nine dollars. That's that was that was a fucking bar. I love Patreon member and I have a question. I have a new sexual partner and the sex is incredible. I get so wet with him. Like the most wet I've ever been and I'm really enjoying myself. Fuck yeah. He's very admit. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you met adamant, but let's work on it together. You know, it's okay. We all fuck up. He's very adamant on making sure I come every time. There you go, cowboy. But I'm having trouble because I'm literally dripping. How the hell do I fix this? It's, you made it sound like you need a, a, a plumber. <laughs> I'm literally dripping. How do I fix this? Um, take a fucking Mucinex and uh, call a plumber. You know? No, how do, how do I fix this? Any tips or tricks to make me a little less wet so I can orgasm again? I hope that people are yelling at you right now in their into their car speakers. You don't have to get less wet. There's no tips or tricks for this, okay? I mean, the reverse is like a guy trying not to come during sex. It's kind of like the same thing, so he thinks about gross shit. Don't fucking do that. What do you, like, just just drip it out. You know, you're losing water weight, baby. That's what it's all about. Just fucking, this is like your version of the keto diet, all right? You can eat as many carbs as you want as long as you're fucking leaking. All right, that this is a this is dumb. This is I I don't want to shame you. I don't like to make people feel stupid for writing in, but I do have to say when women come up with new insecurities, you shouldn't fucking do that. All right, it, it this should be something you brag about. Is holy fuck, he gets me so goddamn wet. It's insane, you know. And I'm sure he's telling all of his friends, dude. She is like it's like jumping into a fucking pool, man. It, she is so fucking wet. I guarantee that's what he's telling his grandpa while his grandpa's on his deathbed, you know? His grandpa's like, ah, I only have a, a couple minutes to live. Grandpa, listen, dude. I mean, l- look, fucking super soaker this one. Can you please tell your son that I... N- no, you're not fucking listening, all right? I mean, this girl is like a fucking outdoor... Like a hot tub. <laughs> Too dark? I don't know. But yeah, this is come on, come on, you know. Have a have a little more fucking. Have a little more. Uh, what's the word? Even it's not even confidence. It's not, you know, faith in yourself. That's not the words. It's just like, just stop trying to find new faults in your own shit. All right, fucking be you. Be proud of you. Resp- this is a great thing. Response to the girl whose boyfriend is too rough with her clip. Oh yeah, this was an email. That somebody sent in. Hey, Lev, I was listening to this week's episode 77. Heard the email one girl wrote about you, or wrote you about her boyfriend who's too rough with her clit. Yeah, I remember this. I wanted to give her some advice. I started hooking up with a new guy, and I had the same problem. Um, 
what what I actually told the email was that you should essentially turn it into like a a new way for you guys to hook up. Be like, okay, tonight I just want you to do everything I say and do everything slowly. Have him, you know, go down. You demonstrate exactly what you want. Make it a part of the fun. Make it a part of the role play and let him know what you want because he's not going to be a fucking mind reader. All right. Um. Anyways, this girl says, luckily I was able to get this guy to touch me the way I wanted by demonstrating. He was not offended and actually so turned on watching me touch myself. Yeah, that's always really nice. It's like, especially as a guy, like, you know, you're stroking yourself. You're like waiting to get hard. You're like, you know, getting yourself there. It's great if she's also like rubbing her clit or touching herself at the same time because it makes you feel relaxed. It makes you feel like all the pressure is not on you. It's, it's, it's really, and it makes it, a girl who is willing to finger or rub herself while she's waiting for you is it comes off so confident, so sexually confident. You know, it's like, oh, she knows her body. She knows what she likes. I highly recommend everybody. Anytime you're in an in-between, you're switching positions. He's putting a condom on. If, and he looks over at you. If you're rubbing your clit at the same time without him having to tell you, because I always say that, I'm like, rub your clit while I, you know, whatever. But that's like a that's a huge turn on. Um, she goes, it worked really well. He was a good student, and now we don't have that issue anymore. Yeah, that's what the that's what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, communicate, guys. Tell people what you like. Tell people what you don't like. It's very simple, and just you know, do it. Don't you don't like yell at them, but be like, hey, do this. It could be that simple. Just do this. So next email. Just thanks for writing in. Uh, as always, if you have an email, send it into yungdaddyshow at gmail.com, yungdaddyshow. Um, let's do this one. Just fucking read my email, please. Hey, Lev, what's up? I am having quite a dilemma. I'm a 21-year-old virgin, and I just want to get it over with. Every time I meet a guy I feel comfortable enough to have sex with, they always hit me with, I like you too much to have sex with you right now, which is such a big mind fuck. It sends me on this downward spiral of insecurity and introspection. I don't want a relationship at all right now. I'm applying to graduate school, and I don't want to be tied down to anything so I can truly do what I want. Anyways, how can I, a 21-year-old college female, successfully lose my virginity? It doesn't sound that hard, but apparently it's fucking impossible. Thank you. Um, P.S. Here's my Instagram, so you can have context on who I am. Yeah, I looked you up. Listen, you're you're an attractive gal. All right, so that's that's not the issue. Um, yeah, it's just you know what it is. It's with sex just happens when it happens. When two people are into each other, I'm gonna give you the mommy and daddy talk. When two adults love each other very much, okay. No, it's like it 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 happens when it's gonna happen. Also, but that line of I. I like you too much to have sex with you right now. Um, I think it's a bit ridiculous. I, I don't think that, I think there's something else there. However, I don't think it needs to send you down a fucking spiral of insecurity and introspection. But pick your fucking shoulders up and, and walk tall here, sister. You know, what is this? A guy says one thing, so we're flying down the rabbit hole. Fuck that. All right. But. I have said that before when I'm really hitting it off with a girl and, and then you start hooking up. If I know I want to see her again and I'm interested in her, typically I like I always try to push actual sex to later. And I'll be like, oh, maybe, you know, let's just like go down on each other, 
kind of keep it lighter in that way. So that way you're not just diving in, getting everything, you know, clearing out all the mysteries right away. I think it's fun. It leads to some build up. That way the first time you guys actually fuck, it feels like a different day. I just enjoy it. That's just me. You know what I mean? I, I think it's nice. I think it's sweet. So that if if these guys are like mature and doing and and that's what they're feeling and that's what they're saying, I get that. But I think if multiple people are saying that to you, I like you too much to have sex with you right now. Maybe it's close friends of yours. Maybe they know you're a virgin. Maybe they're worried. Because with guys taking a girl's virginity, we have this like fear, and it's a really stupid fear. But it's like, oh, is she gonna be obsessed with me now? Like it, it feels like a big thing. Like you don't want to make the girl feel like she's doing like a big thing and then you know and you're gonna forever be attached to this especially with people you know early 20s 19 that you know you have these fucking dumb thoughts so it is what it is you all all i can say to you right now is the fact that you're a 21 year old virgin doesn't fucking matter all right you I, i guarantee within the next 12 months you're gonna end up fucking somebody it's gonna happen just be cool take the pressure off of yourself it it really doesn't matter. What do you, you really think you're going to go the rest of your life without fucking? Like, just be reasonable here. So, in the meantime, go get yourself a fucking vibrator. Watch a little porn. You know, make sure you you start to know your body a bit. And uh, and just and take the fucking pressure of yourself. Just be cool. It's not a big fucking deal. All right? So, you, you don't have to go do... You know, there's, no, there's nothing you really need to do here. Keep hanging out. Keep meeting people. Set up a fucking dating app if you want. Get on Hinge or Bumble or some shit. Go on a date or two. You know, I went on a date recently. That was nice. It was a great time. I never go on dates, but I went. And uh, we went and got salads. Had some chicken avocado salads. Pure delish. It's fucking delish. And uh, I I told the girls, like, man, I, I never go on dates anymore. And she goes, oh, I know. Me too. I'm always just like, fuck the fuck the lunch or whatever let's just go fuck and i was like well, what what the fuck are we doing here what are we what what, what is this what why what you know but you got it you got to do the dates you got to mix it up so go on a couple dates it's not a big deal but take this fucking pressure over yourself it doesn't matter it really doesn't fucking matter and the older you get the more the, the more you realize that too um we'll make this the last one and we, I, I have a bunch of emails that are really great from you guys and i'll, I'll make sure that by thursday and, and next monday we'll have them answered but this one's Patreon gang. Hey, Daddy, please hit us with your best breakup advice. How do you get over them? Such deal with the thought of them being with someone else. Such deal with them seeing. Such deal with seeing them out in town when you're drunk. Such keep it civil and stop it from getting messy. P.S. I can't put into words how much I love your podcast and can honestly say it changed my life and the way I look at relationships slash guys. Now, I've been listening since your episode with. Thank you. That's very nice. Okay. That's very sweet. And I, I think sometimes people think I come off as like a fucking, some kind of misogynistic asshole. But really, I'm look, I, I'm on your fucking side, right? I'm just trying to let you know. I'm trying to let you explain how men think, what the real shit is. We're not, you know, we're very fucking different. So, anyways, I've been listening and I can't get enough. Your episode of The Column last week really resonated with me when we were talking about your ex-main girl and how you can really like someone but still be better off without them. It psyched me up to dump my shitty boyfriend today, whom I really liked, but we just aren't right together. Hence why I'm writing this email. Good for you. That's fucking great for you. Congratulations. So, you ju- essentially, I said, P.S. Ellie, Hannah, Tori, and Eric are my faves. Please get them on the podcast. They'll all be back. Love always. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so you're, you're getting out of a relationship right now. First of all, congratulations. You fucking ended a relationship that you shouldn't have been in. That's a big goddamn move. Good for you. Um, how do you deal with them so I should get over the thought of them being with... All right, well, first of all, getting over the thought of them being with someone else, uh, it doesn't... You, you're not supposed to think about it. Just stop thinking about it. You know, keep yourself busy. It's it's. I don't think that's that common that you sit around and think about them fucking other people just like let them you know what i mean you you also gotta there's a saying like for every hot girl there's a guy that's tired of fucking her and it's i'm sure it's exactly the same vice versa for every hot guy there's a chick tired of banging him because it's like with that sex also comes the headache of who that person is what your fucking problems were together the reasons you were incompatible remember that shit next time you're thinking of them with other people be like oh that's their fucking problem now um when you're drunk slash keep it civil and stop it from getting messy. Listen, if you're a grown adult and you see somebody out in public, uh, you, I mean, you just, you should, what, what kind of adult just doesn't keep shit civil and wants to fucking pop off because they see their ex in a bar? That's kid shit. All right. That, like that's kid shit, you know? Don't fucking do shit like that. That's just embarrassing. It's not going to make... You might... No, I fucking told him. I told him. I fucking spit on his bitch at three in the morning in the back of a Hooters because fuck him. I'm a fucking winner. No, just live your fucking life, all right? Success is the best revenge. Just focus on you. You don't need to, you know, you don't need to be hammered out in town screaming about this fucking guy. This, this is the kind of shit I was talking about earlier. Be an adult, all right? And uh, listen, people get over breakups naturally. Everybody's been through a breakup. It's just a part of it. You, it's, you, you go from feeling like you'll never get over them and they were the one to, you know, you meet more people. You, you have the rebound sex. Then you feel good. Then you feel like shit. And you go, that was just sex. Now I want something more real like what I had. That's natural part of the process. Then you start listening to fucking sad music. You might reach out on a Friday night, two in the morning. You've been drinking. It's what people do, you know. But what you really should do is listen to fucking music that you're going to relate to. Take a lot of walks and put yourself back out there. Nothing helps you get over an ex like meeting new people that you're excited about. And the minute that you meet new people and you actually like them and you go, oh, shit, like I, I didn't know this feeling was possible again, it really takes a lot of the pressure off. And that, that happens in life. So just focus on that. Um, keep yourself busy, work, fucking exercise, you know, all the classic boring advice, but that's really, it's that simple. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a part of it. There's actually a great clip on YouTube. If, if it's the best breakup advice I ever heard in my life was, uh, from Louis CK's show, Louie. I know you're not allowed to speak about him anymore, but listen, the guy was a fucking comedy genius. All right. It, it, it is what it is. He's got some unbelievable material and uh, things that I've learned that have really guided me as a person. Um, but there's a clip. Look up Louis C.K. Or, or the show Louis on uh, Heartbreak. And it's from the show. It's a, a older doctor is explaining to him why he's so lucky to have been broken up with. It's it's really incredible. It's it's some unbelievable insight. It's like four minutes. So if you if you ever... I mean, you should watch it either way. It's just great perspective. But I, I highly see, I think about that clip a lot. So you should check that out. And other than that, just fucking just keep, just stay on the grind. Keep yourself focused. 
And don't fucking drink in the shower, all right? Do do some cool shit. Um but yeah. Let, let's let's make that the episode for today. I fucking love you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for being the fucking best fans around. You guys really are the goddamn best. Um I got to fucking wake up early. But yeah, I hope you guys had fun, man. Share the app, tell a friend about it, come out to a show. And I fucking love you guys, man. Go go share a stand-up clip, tag a friend. You know? And that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, listen, everybody's dealing with shit. That's what I can tell you. Everybody's dealing with shit. Doesn't matter how great you think other people's lives are. Everybody's got things going on. We're all people. We all got fucking families. We all got careers. We all got fucking problems. You know what I mean? We're all we're all in this together. So don't get too focused on the things that are bad. Find what's fucking good. You know. And and let's fucking get through it. I love you guys, man. I'll, I'll see you guys on the Thursday episode. Cheers, baby. dark darlings hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos we're a small crew here at something scary so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule so that's why i want to tell you about our sponsor monday.com monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere i really enjoy the visual ease of using monday.com It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.